dark softly tales, dreamy summer bites, flashes of horror and suspense, bite back at the fear. Painted Lady by Mav Sky. You watch the sun's flames look at the Ferris wheel. Its large cups hold dozens of screaming children, each pale face emphasized, then drowned in the blinding light. Parents watch and worry from below. Candy wrappers and hay mix into damp dirt. Most people would wrinkle their noses from the smell, but you like it. It's familiar. It's home. Cotton candy stands litter the carnival grounds like disposable napkins. Curious teenagers fan out from behind the white tent, awaiting the terrors within. It's where you, the painted lady, had been raised. Where you belong. The sun is setting as you sit upon the hill. You hear the crunch of dry leaves behind you, but you don't bother to turn around. Perhaps the man in black has finally caught up with you to repay you for leaving the carnival. Your value extends beyond the canvas of dragon wings and ruby hearts tattooed from crown to toe. But you can do more than just show off a body during a show. You know how to perform privately afterwards. Curiosity was always willing to pay a high price, and you are the one who has paid it. That is why you left. The freak show could just burn to dust, and the world would be better off. Fire is dealt to whom it is due accordingly. The voice behind you does not belong to the ringleader. The man in black's voice is cruel, high. When he was angry, he'd draw his arm and slap you like a guitar string tuned too tight. No, this voice is low, controlled. This disturbs you. It stirs a blush of guilt and shame. Go away, please, you say. You hear the sound of something scraping the earth behind you. Then he speaks to you again. You won't ever be normal, Penelope. Once that ink gets in your blood, it's like a scar. It never leaves. Filth belongs with filth. And what you see down there is filth. Filth belongs to a fire. Tears roll down your face. He speaks what is in your heart, what you always truly knew. You are branded, dark, worthless. And who are you to think you could have made it in the outside world? You aren't a painted lady. You are tainted. Tainted from the inside out. You're a carny junkie. You nod your head. Smells of tobacco and hot dog stands linger in the slight breeze that caresses your hair. The 
evening is peaceful. You couldn't be more agitated. Who has been running your show, Penelope? It's never been you. It's always been the man in black. Even in the real world, the only job you could pick up was a stripper. How about that? The snake charmer sang and you danced and writhed his tune like a snake in a basket. Is that what you deserve? Huh? You can't stand it any longer, so you turn around. It's an old man with suspenders and a dusty cowboy hat that sits just so. His haggard skin is dark from sun, illuminating his blue eyes. They dance with cruelty. He holds a pitchfork in his left hand. It sits atop the earth like a good dog waiting to be told what to do. Who are you? You ask. I've been called many things over the years, but mainly, they just call me Old Joe. You're sitting on my ranch here. I've got enough green sins growing in my garden to tend, and I don't need any of yours polluting my land. This angers you. You've had enough of being told how dirty you are. Clearly, the respect belongs with those in charge. It is time for a change. That much is clear in your mind. Old Joe's eyes sparkle as if they just read your mind. He spits tobacco at your feet and sticks his pitchfork into the ground. I don't want your kind on my ranch. Now you get back to where you belong and do what needs to be done. Before you can say anything, he turns and leaves. You know what you have to do. So you stand, wipe the tears from your eyes, and grab hold of the pitchfork. Something white catches your eye by the pitchfork's tines. You pick it up. Elsie serves it hot, says the cover of the matchbook. It is from the club you worked. Anger flushes your cheek. Old Joe left it for you, a proper atonement for your sins. The moon doesn't rise tonight, but you follow the sounds of terrified shrieks and yapping whoops of wonder. You stomp through the crowd. You walk straight to the white tent, through the dancing clowns who drop their flaming sticks when they see you, and realize who you really are. In the back of the tent is a little room of red silks and mirrors, a desk and a bed. Man in black besides here. He rises from the bed. Penelope, we've missed you, he says. But you know what he will do later as punishment. You raise the pitchfork above your head. He falls back on the bed and simply says nothing. He is astounded, amazed, for the first time dumbfounded. This angers you. You want him to cry out as he made you. You want him to beg for mercy, to beg for forgiveness. But he won't. 
You know this. You want to run the show, so you run him through with the pitchfork as he lies there looking at you. Then you pull it out, and you run him through again. Puncture holes fill crimson through his black silk shirt. You feel disgust watching it leak onto the sheets. You killed a man. There's no going back. Even in death, the man in black had won. He had turned you into a freak. A monster. You deserve to burn. All the freaks deserve to burn. You scream and throw the pitchfork at the mirror hanging above the desk. It shatters and falls to the ground. You pull the matchbook out of your pocket. Your fingers are trembling as you light a match. It catches flame, but your finger is too close, and it singes your skin. Ouch, you say, and drop it. It flickers out, as if mocking you. Even the fire won't listen. And isn't it about time something or someone listens to what you want? Do what you want? Your aching heart cools. And you realize something. What? You hear the voice behind you and know it's Racy Renee, the trapeze wonder. She looks from you to the dead man, then back to you. Fear is in her eyes. She wants to be told what to do. I'm running the show. Be ready in 15 minutes, you say. Renee stares at the man in black. Devin's awful sick. He says he can't perform tonight. You grit your teeth. Devin will perform tonight. If he doesn't, he'll be run through and thrown into the man in black's grave as well. Renee's eyes grow wide, and she looks at the broken mirror and pitchfork lying on the floor. Any questions? You turn to the chest at the foot of the bed and hear her tiny footsteps run out the door. You flip open the chest, pull out a white shirt and a tall black hat. The carnies want to turn you in. They wouldn't dare. You will have the man in black skull peeled and hung atop the white tent to show what happens when you don't get what you want. You button your shirt, roll your sleeves, place the hat just so. Showtime. Who likes dark stories? People who have experienced a touch of the dark side. People who are a little wiser to the world. People who like their bones chilled and their spines tingled. People like you and me. It's hard to find a story these days that write on the dark side with a touch of whimsy, humor, and heart. Mav Sky spreads her dark wings and solves this problem for you. 
head on over to Amazon and type Mavsky's name into the search engine. M-A-V-S-K-Y-E. At Amazon, you'll find her Tales to Chill Your Bones series, Girl Clown Hatchet series, Supergirl series, her cult classic novel, Wanted Single Rails, and of course, her brand new release, Cold Hangs the Midnight. Choose your dark flavor and head on over to Amazon today.